Hello, everybody. Welcome to this week's episode of Beware the Board, a horror podcast. We watch a randomly selected horror movie every week. I'm Bob. I'm Ben. Hi, Ben. <laughs> Hello. How are you? Good. Why are you laughing? Because you kind of stuttered there after I did my intro, and I thought you were going to do the, the reverse intro. <laughs> No, I wasn't. Ben tried to get me to do something really stupid, and I refused. This is what? Convention prep episode number three? Yeah. The third one. Yeah, last week we watched House of a Thousand Corpses, and the week before that we watched Terrifier 2. Good movie. Hated it. I don't know about this one. He he means he liked Terrifier 2, and he hated House of a Thousand Corpses. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, did I say that backwards? Well, I I listed House of a Thousand Corpses first, and you Mm. said... Kind of. Depends on how you viewed it. I'm just specifying. I, I viewed it the way I meant it. I know. Okay. I'm just specifying so no one gets confused. Yeah, 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 yeah. I just... Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> Good Lord. <laughs> okay. Hey, Ben, what are we watching this week to prepare for this uh, convention? Yeah, so we're watching another Rob Zombie film because, <sighs> like, let's be honest, I have a whole list. Bob's seen the list. We've gone over it, um, and I've tried to group these up into, like, things that I think work together. Yeah. And we have... Three Rob Zombie films on this list, so we're going to watch them at the same time. So we're watching Halloween 2007 okay. today, mm-hmm. and we're going to watch Halloween 2, so Halloween 2 2009. I came out two years after, huh? Yeah. Well, okay. That's about how long movies take. Yeah, I guess that's true. Um, so we're going to watch that one soon, and when's that coming out? Do you know yet? Uh, so this will come out on a Saturday. Mm-hmm. I'm probably going to put that on a Monday. Okay, so like... Two days from now. Yeah, so you'll see the second part of this episode basically on Monday because we're gonna watch them back to back. Yeah, essentially. I'm look. I know I hated House of Thousand Corpses. Right. I know that that <laughs> some people will hate will hate on me for that because some people like that movie. Some people do. Some people, they just do. And I think you were in the wrong mindset for it. Exactly. Which is why I'm more excited to watch this one because I'm in a better headspace because I know what I'm getting myself into. The problem <laughs> is. I like Halloween a lot. Yeah. And this is going to make me mad. See, that's the thing. Like, okay, so I've said this before. Rob Zombie's basically his own genre, and it's because of his writing style, not necessarily his directing style, but his writing style. Mm -hmm. Like, his dialogue is the most, like, iconic, where it's super vulgar, and (sighs) he has characters talk in this way that is so, like, crass and crude. Which would be fine sometimes. Like, it worked for uh, the Captain characters in House of a Thousand Corpses. But that's just how he writes dialogue. So when he writes, like, a character that's, like, I don't know, 10, oh. and it talks like that, it's it can be off-putting. Okay. And there, there's stuff like that because, again, he has a very specific directing style. So while it's not going to necessarily be as batshit as House of a Thousand Corpses, it is going to be very different than what you're used to. Okay. Sorry if you saw me laughing over here in the corner. I As soon as you said, like, a 10-year-old, all I could imagine was, like, some 8-year-old just going, fuck! <laughs> and now it just made me laugh. That's all I could think of. I'm sorry. Uh, I don't know if the mic picked up me chuckling. You don't have to, like, imagine that. That's basically every 8-year-old. That's true. Well, when I was 8, I wasn't saying fuck, but sure. Saying a lot of other things. Why are you laughing? <laughs> like what, Bob? Is it words I can say? <laughs> it is words you can say. <laughs> all of them? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh-huh. I was just saying other curse words. I didn't say fuck. I was like, bitch. God damn it. <laughs> shit like that. Shit a lot. I said shit a lot when I was a kid. Fair enough. Oh, it's funny. Okay, while we're on the topic of my speech, this is a funny story. When I was, you know, I don't know what my first words were. What? My great grandma was holding me, and there was a storm coming in, 
and it started to rain. My first word, I just screamed, fuck. I just went, fuck. I was Bob. like, that was when I was a baby. Super funny. My mom was very upset. Yeah, my great-grandma thought it was hilarious. Because that says something about uh about me. <laughs> what I was going to say about your, your life as a baby. Yeah, well. All right. Uh, I guess, are you ready? I fucking guess. It might I'm scared. make you upset. Look, I'm not going to get, I'll try not to get too mad. Yeah, because you're going to be like, I want Halloween one and two. Halloween two back, please. And you're like, I want John Carpenter. Wait, oh, oh my God. And then. No, please do not ruin this for me right now. Ruin what? You're, I'm about to be so mad. Why are you going to be mad? Please tell me Rob Zombie didn't do the music for these movies. Oh, So, anyways, God. Halloween came out in 2007. Description. You ready? Yeah. Mikey is back. And this time, he's a zombie character. Huh? Mikey's back. Right? Yeah. This time, he's a zombie character. He was kind of a zombie. Well, I guess he's dead at the end of Halloween No, Bob, Bob, Bob. He's a zombie character. Like a Rob Zombie character. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> I was like, hold on. Is, is Michael about to be a flesh-eating man? I was like, please don't. He already eats dogs. He doesn't need to eat people. He's a Rob Zombie character. Okay. And the dog-eating was implied. We never got to see it. The dog-eating was not... It was off-screen dog-eating. He definitely ate those dogs. Right, I know, but they were off-screen. We didn't get to see them. Yeah, I mean, I don't think I would have wanted to see it, but sure. All right. Uh, Length, it's an hour and 49 minutes long. Oh, Oh, God. (laughs) If you really don't like it, you get almost two hours of really not liking it. I'm so dreading this, and I don't want to be a Debbie Downer man. (laughs) Hey, we got two of these. (laughs) If you really don't like this one... Maybe you got I'll a sequel. Like the second one. And you know what they say about sequels? They're always better than the original. That's what they say, right? Listen, in the case of <laughs> Star Wars, that's right. I hope you mean episode five. Yeah, Empire Strikes Back. Okay. It's the best one. I thought you were referring to one, two, and three, and I was like, oh! that- No, the third <laughs> one's the best opinion. one in one, two, and three. All right. <laughs> and in what, seven, eight, and nine, they all suck. Actually, seven's fine. Seven is, hot take, objectively the worst Star Wars film. Oh, because you're just going to make the argument that it's just a new hope again, right? I'm not even going to make that argument. I'm going to state the fact that it's almost scene for scene a remake of New Hope. Yeah, but it's still good. Eight sucks. Nine is fucking horrible. The way I'll put it is it's not a remake. It's supposed to be its own movie. And so for it to be a scene for scene remake, I think, while it's not objectively bad, almost disqualifies it as being a movie. (laughs) Hmm... It's basically a fan fiction of a previous source film. Yeah, but it's still a good movie. Yeah, but like, you got really high and watched paint drying. You might think that's a great movie. What I do in my free time is none of your business. <laughs> All right. Uh, rated R. Review <laughs> scores. Oh, no. You ready? Uh, sure. I'm to be. Okay. 6.0. Okay. Yeah, are you excited? That's not bad. Tomato meter? 28%. Mmm. <laughs> Audience score? 59. Okay. Look, I. I got nothing. Keep going. Who do we normally agree with? Yeah, 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 yeah. I know. I know, Ben. Awards, three wins, two nominations. Okay, it actually won some stuff. That's kind of cool. Yeah, but I was looking. They're not necessarily, like, the greatest. <laughs> okay, like, well, one was a Saturn Award. A what? A Saturn Award. I don't know what that is. It's not necessarily great. Okay. Uh, one was for, I think that Catalonian Film Festival gave it one. God damn, that place is always coming up. But it was for, like, best remake. Oh! And I... I I read the other things it was against, and... Not a good field? Not a good year for remakes. 2000, what? 2007. Yeah, I think it was 2008 when they were doing the... Because it was Ugh. 2008 festivals. Yeah. Stuff like that, you know? Okay. All right, notable actors. Oh, please. please. It is stacked, though. This no, okay. took me forever. Okay, this will be fun, then, because at least I'll, like, know people. 
Scout Taylor Compton as Laurie Strode. Whoa! What? It's what? What? Why is where's Jamie Lee Curtis? Pop, it's a remake. I don't care. Now, Did you uh, think Jamie Lee Curtis was going to be playing a, like, 15-year-old? I don't know, man. Bob, she is... She's old. She She's an old woman. I know. In 2007, she was also an old woman. But I was just kind of hoping that they would, like... I, I don't know. I love that's what threw you off. Are you already upset? <sighs> yeah. Did you not think this through? No, not really. You were like, I, I got this. The fact that the most obvious thing has now set you off is kind of concerning. I just... Look. Maybe she'll do a good job. Maybe you'll like this version of... Lori Strode, maybe maybe you'll like it. I'll like I'll try, or maybe you'll hate it. And this might be the be most really sad I've ever been on an episode. The podcast, All right? She also played Grace Cummington in The Long Night. That sounds familiar. Twenty twenty two. You ready? Yeah. Malcolm McDowell as Doctor Samuel Loomis. He's back. Well, yeah, it's a remake, Bob. I know, but like I yeah, I, but uh, it's not it's not the Loomis. No, it's not. No, it's not him. It's not the guy. But it's Malcolm McDowell. Uh, she's pretty good. That's exciting. Yeah, but you're going to do comparisons the whole time. Ugh. It's a remake, you know, so you know how yeah. it is. Alex in A Clockwork Orange. I haven't ma- seen The that. main character. Of I've heard Clockwork it's very Orange. good, though. Tyler Maine as Michael Myers. Oh. You actually know this guy? Do I? Mm-hmm. He's uh, Sabretooth in X-Men. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I do know this guy. <laughs> there you go. Uh, he, he also worked with... Rob Zombie works with a lot of the same people. Oh, that's nice. Which, you know, shows him... that Like, he's a decent director mm-hmm. that he does that. And that people were willing to work with him again. But he was, um, I think he played Rufus in Devil's Rejects, which is the second oh, okay. of Thousand Corpses movie. Oh, did they get a different dude? I guess it's probably a different yeah, I, setting. I believe so, yeah. Okay. It's kind of cool. Don't quote me on that, because I, I read it a while ago, and I didn't write okay. it down. But I think his role in that film was Rufus. Brad Dorff as Sheriff Lee Brackett. Ah, he's back. The sheriff. Like, I know this is a remake, but I just don't, like, think about it. Now, okay, do you know who Brad Dorff is? No. Okay, first of all, looking at his IMDb page, mm-hmm. uh, like, so it gives you like what he's most famous for. And I'm looking at his face, I'm like, huh, this guy looks familiar. Okay. And I'm looking at like his most famous roles, and I'm like, okay, yeah, these are well-known, but this doesn't seem right. For instance, he was, what, Wormtongue in one of the Lord of the Rings? I believe that's the character's name. Oh, okay. I think I know who you're talking about. Yeah, that's up there. And then I, I started scrolling through his page, and I just had one of those moments where... Oh, I'm fucking stupid. How did I forget who this was? Yeah, uh, he's Charles Lee Ray, a.k.a. Chucky, in the entire Child's Play franchise. Oh! <laughs> okay. Yeah, he's Chucky. Okay, he's the voice, I assume. And, like, the killer man. Uh, that... Yeah, back in the first movie. Yeah. When you get to see him for, like, 30 seconds. Yeah, when he dies. Okay. Anyways, I want to point that out. Super weird, because, like, that's how I know him. Yeah. For me, that's his most famous role, because he's been in... Every, Every Chucky one. Yeah. ever, but it's not like how IMDb recognizes him. That's so weird. Which is bizarre. Because it, it's probably organized by like, if I would assume like, because it's not technically voice acting or whatever, it's probably like farther down the list because no, no one I think recognizes his face. I think it's organized by how successful that movie was and how like high up his role was on that list. Child's Play, you should be number one. Yeah, but the other things were pretty big movies. Okay. Like, Financially big movies. Oh, okay. Like I one guess of them was Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Okay. 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 It was just a weird thing because I was like, oh. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense. Let me see if I can pronounce this right. Dag Fairch. D A E G. Okay. F A E R C H. 
Okay. I think they got accurate enough. He's playing Michael Myers, age 10. Oh, we get to see 10-year-old Michael again. Okay. Uh, he was also Michael and Hancock. I haven't seen that movie in a long time. Sherry Moon Zombie as no. Deborah Myers. Is Okay, she has a different name, but fine. Who? I don't know who this is. Uh, Michael's mom. Okay. I was like, his sister's name was Judith. I don't know who Deborah and is. who was this in the movie we just watched? Uh, I don't remember her name, actually. Baby. Baby. Baby That's Firefly. what it was. I, those names of those people are so hard to remember. The one with the cackle. Yeah. And yeah. also, Michael, or not Michael Myers, Rob Zombie's wife. Yeah. Baby Firefly and House Without the Corpses. William Forsyth as Ronnie White. Uh, he's also played Sheriff Wydell in The Devil's Rejects, which is the House Without the Corpses okay. uh, sequel. Oh! We know about... Th- they mentioned that guy by name. Yeah, sure. In, right now. Um, in House of and Corpses. Mm-hmm. I recognized it. Huh. Um, I can tell you this now, because you probably won't watch it for a while. I mean, I'll probably like end up watching movie. it on this podcast. But like, there's a pretty decent carryover from the first film to the second film. Well, that's good. At least it has that going for it. Udo Kier. Whoa. U-D-O-K-I-E-R. I think it might be German. These people have a lot of interesting names. As Morgan Walker. Okay, so there's going to be one role he's more well-known for. And then one role you're going to know him for. Okay. So the one role uh, he's kind of well known for is Adolf Hitler from Hunters. No. Oh. I think he's German. He plays a lot of German characters. Okay. He's also played Adolf Hitler a couple times, which is- Whoa. He's a Hitler actor, huh? Interesting. Doesn't really look like Hitler. Well, I um, mean, maybe he can do a good Hitler. I don't know. I think he's just German. <laughs> that, okay. Um, but yeah, he was Adolf Hitler uh, from Hunters. So he's on six episodes in 2023. Uh, he was also Ronald Camp- an Ace Ventura Peck Detective. <laughs> Do you know the rich dude? I know exactly what you're talking about. I love that movie. Yeah, with the rich dude. Yeah. Yeah. It's one of my favorite movies. Guy. Oh, my gosh. That movie is so funny. Clint Howard. Oh, he's in this. Whoa, that's cool. As Dr. Coplinson. Okay. Uh, he's also Stanley Coopersmith in Evil Speak. Hmm. I've been talking to Bob about who Clint Howard is. Yeah, well, it's because Darcy's into Clint Howard. Yeah. And I just Darcy's- keep getting... Really into she's Clint really Howard. into Clint Howard, and it is concerning. Nah, she just loves that man. Like I've told you about it. There's a whole Darcy's the male girl from uh, Joe Bob. The Last Drive-In with Joe Bob Briggs. But there's a whole there was a whole night where it was the Clint Howard night that <laughs> Darcy organized. That's awesome. It was Evil Speak and the Ice Cream Man. Mm. Two of like his pretty well known films. Yeah, there is a Clint Howard song there's that she song? got made for him. That's awesome, man. All right, you're still going. Oh, yeah, yeah. God bless. You ready for this one? Oh. I don't think you're ready for this one. Oh, God. Danny Trejo? Whoa, didn't I (laughs) I just talk about Danny Trejo yesterday? (laughs) I think so. I was literally like, oh, man, it'd be cool if Danny Trejo was in a movie. Yeah. We were going to watch on the podcast. We were talking about House of a Thousand Corpses. Yeah, awesome. As uh, Ishmael Cruz. Now, uh, these characters are not from the the original movie. Here's something. I went down a rabbit hole on this uh, because I was like, there's no way this is true. And then I started kind of reading, and I was like, oh, my God. I think this is a thing. So Danny Trejo, his famous role, mm-hmm. is Machete. Yeah, right of course. from yeah. Machete. Mm-hmm. He plays a character named Machete in another movie. Do you know what movie that is? No, actually, in a, a series of movies, Spy Kids. Oh yeah, Danny Trejo's in Spy Kids as Machete. Mm-hmm. I knew that. I think it's the same character. It is. No, yeah. it is. I, yeah. Bizarre. Very bizarre. Because those I are love Danny Trejo. Two very different. Genres. Danny Trejo is one of those actors that is turned influencer, and he is so enjoyable. I know. I just didn't know that. Because, like, I knew his name in that movie is Machete, mm-hmm. but I was like, there's no way that's the, no, same, the same Machete. Guy. Yeah. Because it was just, like, the name he used for a while. Mm-hmm. No, yeah. Same character. <laughs> yeah. 
Also, Spy Kids comes first. So Machete's from Spy Kids. Yeah. Not Machete. Just putting that out there. I mean, you know. I just... A lot of Danny Trejo... Danny Trejo just shows up in random people's YouTube content, and every time he's a blast. I love that man. Yeah. He's one of my favorite actors. Lou Temple as Noel Cluggs. Uh, he's Adam Banjo in The Devil's Rejects. Jesus Christ. Again, he works with people a lot. Yeah, it's just... Uh, there's a lot of people. But also, Devil's with. Rejects came out in 2005, so it was like Rab Zombie's okay. last movie before this. Tom Towles as Larry Redgrave. He was Otis in Henry Portrait of a Serial Killer. Oh, we've talked about watching that. Yes, we have. And that scares me. <laughs> that one does. The, the serial killer movie? Yeah. Like a pretty legit serial killer movie? Uh-huh. Uh, Bill Mosley as Zach Z-Man Garrett. He's back. Yeah, he was Otis in House of a Thousand Corpses. Yeah, looked yeah. like, <laughs> like Riff Raff in House of a Thousand Corpses. He did. He, he just looked like Riff Raff. In, uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2. Oh, yeah. I think it's probably one of the best Texas Chainsaw Massacre movies. You just have a hard on for that movie. I think it's so funny. I haven't seen it, so I don't the, know. The first one's probably objectively a better film, but the second one's so funny. Oh, you have my syndrome with this one. You, the first one's a better movie, but you like the second one more. It's it's such a meme. Yeah. Have I shown you the cover art? Uh, yeah, I've seen it. We've it's just a parody it. of The Breakfast Club, and it's so fucking funny. Yeah. Leslie Easterbrook as Patty Frost. Uh, she's Mother Firefly in The Devil's Rejects. Oh, okay. But not... House of a Thousand Corpses. Different actress. Okay. Uh, Danielle Harris as Annie Brackett. Uh, she plays Mary Beth Dunstan in Hatchet 2. Oh, God damn it. They switch out the actresses. So she's Mary Beth f- two on. Okay. And then Skylar Gizondo as Tommy Doyle. Now, I looked at this, this fucker's picture, this little shit's picture. I was like, where the fuck do I know you from? <laughs> okay. I started scrolling down his IMDb list, and I was like, ah! Yeah, he plays young Sean in Psych. I haven't fucking seen Psych. God He's, dang it. He plays the main character in the flashbacks when he's a kid. Okay, okay. No no issue with that actor. I know calling him a little shit, but it was just like this moment of, who are you and why do I know your face? It's very interesting to me that you mentioned Tommy Doyle at this point. Yeah. Because that was a nothing character in the original. Yeah. I hope he gets screen time or gets murdered. Well, you have to remember Tommy Doyle was one of the kids that Lloyd Schrode was babysitting. Yeah. So, like... Yeah, but he's just kind of there. Yeah. But if you're making a remake, you might as well keep what you can the same. Sure. Like the character names. I just look. And a intrinsic part of Lois Strode's character is that she's a babysitter yeah. during the murders. All she's I have to not say having is, sex. Well, she's not the one having sex because they got murdered. They and got so, stuck to a wall. Who are the kids she's babysitting? Yeah. Oh, Tommy Doyle and this other girl. <laughs> yeah. I'm just, look, are you, do you have more actors? Are we still going on actors? That's it. That's it. Okay. Now. So now I can have a little bit of a conversation. Yeah. I know what to kind of expect, but I just hope that it has some essence of the original. Just give me just give me something. Just give me a little bit. I mean, the characters are there. They might just behave differently. I do want crazed man Dr. Loomis because I feel like Rob Zombie could give us that. I mean, it's it's a different actor this time. It's true. And you're that, right. that's the same thing that's gonna happen is like the the issue I think a lot of people have with remakes, especially for movies they really love, is different actors act differently. So like Mick, Malcolm McDowell's great actor. But he has a very different style than Donald Pleasance. Yeah. Not to mention, this is written by a completely different person, mm-hmm. and that affects stuff too. And so also, the music isn't by the characters John Carpenter. might act different. Well, that makes me sad. Um, I believe the theme song, the John Carpenter theme song, is still in here. Nice. Okay, that helps. Anyways, uh, writer director Rob Zombie also directed Halloween Two, which we're gonna watch. Yeah. Soon, and that's gonna come out on Monday. Uh, budget was fifteen million. God Estimated bless. Uh, box office. 
80.4 million. This guy just prints money. I mean, yeah. I mean, it was a Halloween film. I know, but what do you like, expect? wasn't I, if I remember correctly, the turnout for House of Thousand Corpses was actually quite large as well. Yeah, I mean, he's a rock star. That's like, what I'm saying. This is why they keep letting him make movies. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I'm not gonna say letting him make movies because people like his films, I guess. But yeah. like, crazy. I think this was when he was at his most popular, though. Too. Yeah. So it's the combination of him being very popular at the time and a Halloween film. Mm-hmm. And those combining together to be like the perfect storm, plus advertising, you know. Oh yeah, I remember seeing ads for this movie all the fucking time when I was a kid. Um, not to mention it was a r- remake, so people were excited mm-hmm. uh, because it was something different and yeah. new. All right, country of origin, United States, also known as like the working title, Halloween Retribution. Okay, which is a much better working title. Yeah, I don't hate it. Um, I mean, I hate that it's just called Halloween, but that's fine. I hate that too. So that's why I it's like annoying. Halloween Retribution is at least easier to refer to and be mm-hmm. specific than me going, you know, Halloween 2007. Yeah, or going Rob Zombie's Halloween. Yeah. Actually, mm. I like doing Rob Zombie's Halloween more. Yeah, it may, I I think it's more evocative of what it is. But I think Retribution's fine. Doing research, I'm, no, I'm not sure if that was ever attached to this script or if it was, like, attached to another proposed script for this film. Okay. Um, but it is, like, it was a working title for the project at some point. All right, tagline. Evil has a destiny. Okay. It's okay. It's okay. I right. I don't hate it. You ready for the facts? Okay. I got some cool ones that you're going to like today. So this film is the ninth installment in the Halloween franchise. Holy fuck. We skipped a lot, didn't we? Yes. Uh, the we last one we did was... Six movies. Three. Yeah, we missed six The of best them. Halloween film. And I, I say that you. because it makes Bob mad. I hate you. Season of the Witch. Here we go. I'm putting this out there now. If I hate this more than Halloween 3... It's over. I'm going to have a good time if you hate this more than Halloween 3. Oh, I hate Halloween 3. Because you just hate Halloween 3, Season of the Witch. Mostly because you were expecting Michael Myers and you were so excited. I was so excited. And then I didn't tell you and there was no Michael except for that little, little clip. Yeah, that you get to oh, see. You were so mad. It was so funny. I was so... Because you fucking... You, I didn't even lie to you. you I didn't lie. You tricked me. I didn't even trick you. You tricked yourself and then you got mad at me. Because you didn't... Look... You're lying by omission. Not lying by omission. I'm just omitting. <laughs> well, no, you you never asked me, so it's not even omission. I didn't think I needed to ask. Well, that was your mistake. <laughs> hey, Ben, is Michael Myers in this movie? Uh, Yeah, I told you the Michael Myers actor. Okay. I just wanted to make sure, so I, so I have to ask. Oh, good, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm glad you're asking. Oh, God. But yeah, ninth installment in the franchise, uh, and it comes out five years after the last installment. Mm. Eventually, we'll get to... Uh, some of the other <laughs> movies. Oh, God. Um, normally, I wouldn't be like, let's skip around, but this is a remake. Yeah, so and there's also, nothing it, really tying it. It's a Rob Zombie film, so it seemed more appropriate to do it now yeah. rather than later. If we don't get through all of his movies, we could always put Rob Zombie as a category on the board. We're through most of them. Yeah, we're kind of through. We, we'd have uh, like two, maybe three. So, this was a rabbit hole, but as far as I could find, there were six different directions proposed for this movie prior to Zombie being brought on to create the current film. So oh, the my remake. God. They are as follows, because okay. I wrote them down. A crossover with the Hellraiser franchise. Um, I haven't seen Hellraiser. Yeah, I know. So that one's not evocative for you. No, but... That I mean, was, like... I know a little bit. A big discussion. Really? Because this came out, like... I guess, when did Freddy vs. Jason come out? A couple years before this. Yeah, so, I mean, that was still... AVP uh, had probably come out. Yeah, right around the late 90s, uh, early 2000s. 
there was a lot of discussion around doing crossovers with a lot of these big killers because they were all like multiple movies in mm-hmm. and they were starting to get old for a lot of people. So they're like, how do we bring in more numbers? We do crossovers. Yeah. Um, and also there was really successful comic book crossovers between the killers. Oh, okay. That are really well loved. And so, you know, one of them was discussed Michael Myers and Hellraiser. But it didn't work out. But it was discussed very seriously. Like, multiple scripts were made for that idea. Wow. And it was eventually, like, I think they brought the idea before, like, a test group. And they were all like, nah. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Um, so that was the first version. The next was, assumedly, a continuation of either the fourth or fifth Halloween film. Is there a difference? Uh, they were following one of the, like, main characters from that film. Okay. Okay. And okay, that okay. character features in both. Interesting. Okay. It's kind of interesting. I'm not going to tell you the character. Yeah, yeah, we'll yeah. Don't, I, we'll eventually. watch them eventually, so I don't want to get spoiled. But, but so. I say fourth of this because I didn't know. I, the information I found just said it was following that character. Mm, so Okay. That makes sense. Uh, a continuation of the eighth film. What the fuck was eight? That was the one that came out five years before this one. Yeah. Um. So that was... I don't know off the top of my head. Five years would have been 2002, so it wasn't well, H2O or whatever. Yeah, I, I'm going to tell you right now, Halloween 8 is not necessarily the most well-liked. Resurrection. Halloween Resurrection. Ugh. Yeah, it's not necessarily the most well-liked. There's some things about it that are... I'm going to use the word memeable. Okay. <laughs> and you'll learn when we get to it. Oh, God. Uh, so a continuation of the 8th film. A film about Michael breaking free from death row. Okay, that actually sounds kind of hard. I mean, it kind of would have been like... Like a prison break movie, but kind of like yeah. the first movie, I guess, maybe? It depends on the what angle they took it, you know? I think it would be interesting if it was from the inmate's perspective. Now, just watching Michael murder his way out of, like, a high-security prison? That's kind of awesome. That's kind of hard. Because he just walks through doors already. Well, like, come that's, on. That's a unique thing. Well. I, it just would be cool. It I'm would not be sure really where cool. get his mask, though. I, well, it'd be... I don't know. Maybe he just finds it. Maybe th- maybe they never took it off and he just wears it in prison. I don't think that's allowed. I don't know why not. Oh, you're going to love this one. Okay. You're not going to love this one. Oh, god damn it. A film about Michael returning to Smith's Grove Sanitarium. That's the place, like, the <laughs> yeah, insane that's the asylum hospital. for the first movie. Okay. Um, so it's about him returning to the asylum during the events of the third Halloween film, your favorite, and the movie would have featured flashbacks to his childhood spent in the asylum uh, during this, like, initial period. Okay. It actually sounds pretty cool. That is kind of cool. But it would make Halloween 3 Season of the Witch tie canon. into the canon timeline. And I'm not okay with that. Which would be interesting because we get to see- all those kids die. Well, yeah, which Maybe. is great. Maybe all those kids die. We, we don't always know. love killing kids on this podcast. Oh, God. <laughs> but more importantly than dead kids is the fact that we get to see the original Halloween in that movie on TV. That's true. Whoa. <laughs> What does that mean for Michael? It might have been a... Oh, I, I was going to make a joke, but you don't understand that reference because it's a Scream reference. It would have, I guess, mean they made a Halloween movie in the Based Halloween Based on his universe. antics? Yeah. That's kind of actually it cool. It was playing on TV. And then the last one, the last proposed idea, was a continuation of the sixth Halloween film. What? Or see, what? I don't... Uh, ah! What the fuck? Which, if you're wondering, Halloween 6... Is that H2O? No. Okay. It's a different film. Okay. Halloween 6 is the continuation from Halloween 5. So, okay. So it so it goes 5, 6. No, it goes 4, 5, 6. 1, 2, 4, 5, 6. And then 7 and 8 are different? 7 is... 
I think H2O. Okay. That would make sense, actually. And then 8 is Resurrection, Resurrection which yeah. is a continuation of 7. seven. And then okay. 9 is its own thing, because that's the Rob Zombie one. Okay. Jesus Christ. Look, I know the Halloween timeline is not that confusing compared to other timelines we've witnessed on this podcast. It still confuses me. Well, yeah, because we didn't even discuss the fact that I say it was like 1, 2, 4, yeah. 5, 6, and then 7, 8. But I'm not telling you where seven starts. Like what's, like what came before seven? That's canon in seven. You know. Okay. What the stuff fuck? like that. Oh, you know we'll have how it fun is. when we get there, I guess. So, and we're not even mentioning the remakes. The other remakes. Oh, the new ones. Because there's now two version remake kind of things. Well, the new was Halloween was a the new soft trilogy. Reboot, yeah. But yeah, the new trilogy. I don't even want to watch those. <laughs> okay, so you're either really gonna like this, or you're really gonna hate it. Or maybe I, both. I feel like that's I'm have I'm on a roller coaster right I now. I think it's both. Okay. Okay. So when Rob Zombie was offered to do this, Mr. Robert Zombie, he went to John Carpenter and oh. he told him he was like making a remake yeah. to basically get his permission to do so. Of course, that's awesome. Which is a really nice thing to do. Yeah. And Carpenter basically said to him, "Go ahead, but make it your own." Okay, and Mr. So, Carpenter. Listen here, John. I, I just want you to know. That, like, did he get John Carpenter's blessings to do whatever he wants? Yes. Listen. Was he told to make it his own thing? Yes. Okay. So keep that in mind if it's different. Look, I know you don't listen to my podcast, John. We're on a first-name basis, me and John. I follow you on Twitter, and I'm going to go and tell you now, John, if this is a bad movie and I hate it, I'm blaming you. Well, I mean, I actually think that's pretty pretty great. No, that is great, actually. Like, I genuinely like that he did that. Rob Zombie asking... Yeah. But also John Carpenter going like, yeah, you can't remake my movie the way I would. No. So do your own thing. And I think that's super dope. And so I think like it's respectable even if you don't like what Rob Zombie made. Yeah. Because like he did his own thing. <sighs> Man. May oh, not be God. your thing. It's. I hope it's my thing. But it is a thing. Look, all I want, all I want from this movie, just let me watch Michael annihilate some people. Also, I will say. In a classic Michael style. Part of the reason John Carpenter might have been like, hey do your own thing is because remember this was the ninth movie so you know there is who like five films featuring michael myers after halloween one and two yeah where people have tried to do what john carpenter did it's so look and so he was like i want to see something new with these characters you can't replicate the original the original has so much there's so much about the original that is just not doable anymore it was unique to the time period yeah and it's it's so ingrained in the period that like you just can't, you just can't. Like, it's impossible in the modern day and age. Unless you really, 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 really took your time and tried, and even then, you'd fuck it up, probably. You can't, it's just a product of its time. And yeah. Things that worked then don't work now, and you know how it is. Yeah. You just gotta do your own thing. I watched that movie less than a week ago. Yeah, you watch it all the time. I. It's, it's, it's like a comfort movie. I mean, yeah, because it's the only, like, slasher movie you really watched that's, like, one of the big ones. Yeah. That's what this, uh, it's great for having on in the background. <laughs> That's because you've seen it so many times now. Well, yeah, it's fair. But it still uh, um, hits every time. It still hits. Still good. So, on that note of Zombie doing his own thing, uh, apparently Rob Zombie's goal with Michael Myers in this film was to reinvent him, both to make the character scarier... And closer mm. to real-life psychopaths. Okay, so okay, that's, I'm that, into that, actually. That's the vibe he's going for. I'm a fan of that. Because I personally don't find Michael that scary. Because, first of all, I've seen the movie a billion times now. But also, 
I just don't think he's very scary. He's intimidating for sure, and he's like a menace, but not scary. If you can make Makamaru scary, I'll give you a thumbs up. Yeah. That's, I mean, like, look. Keep in mind, we, we're missing five Michael Myers movies. It's true. It's so true. He might be scary in those. But, yeah, he Rob Zombie's trying to do a more, I don't know, gritty version. Mm-hmm. I guess. So that's what he's going for. That so could be keep cool. keep that in mind. Next, a work print version of this film was leaked online four days prior to the film's theatrical release. Oh, that sucks. So I just wanted to mention that because that kind of sucks for that their does sales. Suck. That sucks for sales, but they still made $80 million. No, they, they still did amazing. Um, I think it's just worth mentioning that, like, that's a real screw over. Oh yeah, for Especially sure. Especially because, like, you do you know what a work print version is? Uh, not really. So basically, like, the work print version is the version of the film that is almost ready for screening, like release screening. Basically, okay. they finish the film, they edit it, it's done, and then they'll go screen it to a test audience, and that's oh. like the work print version. Okay. And so it's also the version that they they then remove a bunch of stuff from usually. Mm-hmm. Because they're like, oh, that didn't land well. You want to know um, why I uh, know what that is? Why? It's always funny in Philadelphia. Uh, what is it? Thundergoat Express? Yeah. It's a good episode. God damn it. With your <laughs> it's always sunny references. I'm s- the new season we starts do all soon. The time. I'm excited. Uh, but long season. story short, like for instance, the work print version of this film had some, let's say, less than stellar stuff in it that got removed. Okay. Interesting. Any dog Michael eating dog scenes? Uh, from the work print version that got yeah. removed? No. Okay. Well, um, I get to see my dog as I in this one? I don't know. Okay. I'm just asking. I mean, I do know, but like, I'm not going to tell you. I know you're not going to tell me. I always like to ask things, and you keep telling me I should ask, so I'm asking. Yeah, but like, eh. <laughs> you can go onto that website, Does the Dog Die? Have you ever Is heard that of website? that? Yeah. I didn't know that. Like, mm. some people really, really don't like watching animals die in movies. Yeah. So there's a literal website for like, I think it's very specifically, does the dog die? Oh my I don't gosh. ever use it because I don't, I don't really care. But I like, mean, I don't really care that much either. But some people get really sad and they won't watch movies where like the dog dies. So Man, they shouldn't watch all dogs go to heaven. Ah, uh, yeah, movies all about do that. dead dogs. All right, last, last fun fact. Okay. So the film received the widest theatrical release of any previous Halloween films. Uh, it released to three thousand four hundred seventy-eight theaters in North America. Okay, that's pretty cool. Yeah. That's actually quite rad. Large release, which is part of why it did. <laughs> yeah. 80 million. God. All right. We can either mention this now or we can mention this after. Uh, I have the list of the people who are going to be at the convention. Uh, what did we do last time? Well, last time we did it after, but you said we forgot to do it at the beginning. So which way do you want it? We'll keep doing it after. Okay. I think last time we did it at the uh, in the outro because we forgot the, in the outro and we meant to do it in the yeah because oh god that one has like a fifteen minute outro <laughs> I forgot about that all right Ooh. um well that's all I got then all right I guess uh I guess we'll see you guys after the movie. Hi everybody, welcome back. We just finished watching Rob Zombie's Halloween. Yeah. Yep. Thoughts, Benjamin? I don't know. I don't hate this one. In fact, as far as remakes go, I think it's pretty decent. Yeah. I was like, yeah, surprised. I, I went in. Look, you all heard the pre-movie. I was not excited to watch the movie. I was no. like, dreading it. I was, I was having a terrible time. While I don't think it's a perfect movie or anything, I don't hate it. And, you know, I think we've said this a couple times on the show. Sometimes remakes don't deserve to be made. Very rarely do Very remakes rarely. deserve to be made. I'm not saying this thing, this movie deserved to be made, 
but it's different enough that to kind of be its own thing. It's kind of its own thing. Yeah, like which I said, I'm okay with. Not a bad remake as far as remakes no, go. No, not at all. It has its issues. It does have issues, and I'll there's, talk about those. There's definitely some stylistic things, mm. some choices <laughs> that were made, some definite choices, but not bad. No, not at, not, I'm look not House of a Thousand Corpses. Okay, I did not enjoy myself during that movie. This movie, I at least had fun. Like, I at least... No, you seem to enjoy yourself for most of it. Yeah, well, there's some moments where I went, okay, well, I kind of don't like what's happening, but that's fine, because that, you know, that happens. There was one moment, I think I clipped it, where you were just so done when yeah. something happened. Yeah. When a I certain was... character was introduced. Yeah, I got really mad. Hint, hint. <laughs> it was Laurie Strode. <laughs> yeah. Because, dude, okay, look, I get that his dialogue and his writing is, like, a stylistic thing, Oh my god, it does not work for half of these characters. They should not speak like that. I don't give a damn. Yeah, I told you, it's kind of a jarring thing for a lot of people. It is atrocious. In fact, I would say it's probably most people's biggest issue with this film. Like, literally the first line Laurie Strode delivers is about how the dude at the hardware store wants to bang her. Yeah. And, like, is a pervert. Like, I'm like, come on! Like, that's just not something that a 15-year-old girl would say in front of her parents the way she did. And, like, grabbing at her boobs like that. It just wouldn't happen. That's not normal. They were technically normal. bagel boobs. They were technically bagel boobs. Ben is correct. But still, you know. All right. <laughs> I can look past that and see the good in this film. Yeah. You seem to struggle with it sometimes. But you got there. Uh, there were some moments where I was like, my God. <laughs> Too far. <laughs> Rob Zombie, you've, you've done it again. I guess you want to go into, like, the description of the movie? Sure. Okay. So, this film can basically be divided into two parts, right? Mm-hmm. And... When I say the first half, second half, I don't necessarily mean like perfectly halfway through the film. Yeah. I just mean there's a there's a big time jump. Yeah, there's like a there's a shift. So the second half is basically the first Halloween movie. Yeah. Just straight up. And then the first half is all new content. Which I thought well, was cool. Not all new. It's basically the cold open for the original Halloween mm-hmm. plus a bunch of like extra stuff. Extra background content and then Michael's time at the psychiatric ward. Which we don't get to see almost any of in the original. And, I mean, I don't, there's not much to describe here. Mm-mm. Basically, it goes the way you think. Like, we get to see how yeah. shitty Michael's home life is. Oh, it's god-awful. How that's led him to be sociopathic. Oh, yeah. And then we watch his escalation of killing small animals to killing a bully. To killing people. To killing people. Well, the bully was a person. The bully was a person. But and, by yeah. the way, was the, the kid, the boy... From Spy Kids. Yeah, the bully was the kid, the dude from Spy Kids, which what? was very funny to witness. It went small animals, what was rat, cat, yeah, dog. Rat, cat, kid with bat. <laughs> uh, you could call it a bat, sure. Shitty stepdad. Oh, God, he sucks so much. I'm not saying he deserved to die, but holy fuck, he sucked. Guy boning his sister and then his sister. Yeah, the guy boning his sister was kind of collateral damage. And then it's basically, you know, he goes to the psych ward and yeah. his time there. And then there's the make time skip to, like, 15 years later. Mm-hmm. And then once 15 years later happen, it's honestly not scene for scene, but it is, like, Very much. straight up the original movie. Yeah. Like, all the beats are there. Yeah. And I like that, and I talked about this during the movie, we get almost every single scene from the original, but they're in different orders, and they're done differently. Is the order different? Yeah. Because by the time, I guess spoilers for the original Halloween right now. Yeah. And this one, because I don't really know if we can talk about all the spoiling stuff, because we're kind of doing a comparison here. Yeah. 
The death of uh, Linda and Bob comes after Annie's dead. Fair. I guess that's true. That comes well after Annie's dead, actually. And they start with Linda and Bob. And they start with Linda and Bob, which actually, I it's very similar to the original scene, and I really liked it. No, yeah. So a lot of the scenes are like pretty close mm-hmm. homages, especially in the second half. Uh, to be honest, the big difference between the original Halloween movie and this one is how truncated it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, by the time the 15-year time skip happens and like the setup happens, because it takes a little bit of time for Michael to escape the asylum. Yeah. Which we get to see. There's only like 40 minutes left in the movie. Yeah. That includes credits. So it's really only 30 minutes left. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they take the original Halloween movie, which is... What, like an hour? An hour and a half? Half. Yeah. Pretty and, standard. like, take it down to one-third the time. Yeah. Which, which is... I don't hate. I don't hate, but it has the downside of getting rid of, like, all the suspense, mm-hmm. and they just replace it with, like, action. Yeah. Which is basically this film's M.O. Yeah. It's a more violent, gritty version, less suspenseful, but... Yeah. I mean, if that's what you like. Yeah, and I... I could see where they tried to keep the same sort of stalkerish vibe of Michael. It doesn't work when you're not given the time to do it. There, because there are lots of moments once we meet Lori and all of our friends where Michael's watching them like he did in the original. But it just, I don't care. It doesn't hit the same. Yeah, I don't yeah. care because I'm just wanting to see him murder people. Because not only is the buildup to you seeing Michael watching super well thought out in the original, mm-hmm. like you see him in the background in a car first before you fully see him. But it's also like 20, 30 minutes of it. Yeah. And this one we see him stalking, I think, twice. Twice. The whole time. And what sucks is you don't see him do, you see him do a single violent thing before he stalks, and that's kill his sister. Yeah. In this, he's killed his sister, some dude on the shitter, a bunch of guards. Yeah, no, he has a much higher body count in this film. He goes hard. Yeah. Which is cool. Like, it's fun, but it's not the same. Yeah. So that's kind of the comparison for the later scenes out of the way. I mean, I think when you're talking this film, the really big thing you have to talk about is the early stuff. Yeah, because it's all new stuff. It's basically all new content. And that's what really saved this film for me is like, while, mm, how about this? It's essentially a prequel. Yeah, it's essentially a lot of extra Michael backstory that we didn't see. And while I don't think it's my favorite part of the movie, I'm really glad that it was included because I think it allows it to be its own thing. Yeah. And if it wasn't included, it would just be basically a, almost scene-for-scene remake with the scene shuffled up. Which wouldn't have been worth it. Which wouldn't have been worth it, because you don't get any of the... The vibe is just completely different. That's the thing. Did you like the younger Michael stuff? It's fine. I enjoy... So, here's what I'll say. I came in with a different mindset, and you telling me that Rob Zombie was going for a psychopath, like, serial killer MO, and then seeing the early Michael stuff, sets it up really well, actually. It sets up that sort of style extremely well. I just don't know if the front half mixes with the back half super well. That's my thing. No, yeah. To be honest, I think the exploration of, like, a little sociopathic kid, mm-hmm. kind of cool. Yeah. I also kind of enjoy seeing pre, like, masked up Michael in the asylum. Mm-hmm. It's That's cool. also pretty cool. Just big dude. Yeah. Long hair. And, you know, the back half, so there's nothing really much to say about that, I think. But you're right. I don't necessarily think that the first half really drives well. Yeah. With I don't think the first half really drives well too much with the later half. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily because it's a complete tonal shift. It's not really a complete tonal shift because they try to be suspenseful, but it doesn't really work. But it's more because <laughs> the character that is Michael Myers 
15 years prior at the beginning mm-hmm. is just too different yeah from the michael myers that's a grown up dude yeah and, and there's no, it doesn't really there's no reason for the change it just sort of just happens they just go you I haven't mean, spoken in 15 years it's like you know there's some inciting incidents which we'll leave out yeah and just general underlying mental health issues to be honest my mm-hmm. read on the whole situation is uh michael might have some disassociation problems i was going to say psychosis and psychosis that causes him to be like uh, yeah because one of the big bad. things that surprised me was one of the first times Loomis interviews Michael, Michael Strip goes, I don't remember doing that. Well, that's why I said he disassociated. Yeah. But, like, I don't know. It's just a completely different character mm-hmm. in such a way where it's almost like, I don't see how we got from point A to, to point, point B, B yeah. in the situation we were given. Exactly. It doesn't make any sense. Just in a very different way, because I'm going to say this is probably my biggest issue with the film, besides mm-hmm. uh, the dialogue. Kid Michael's just a little shit. I don't yeah. like him. He's not great. Like, I mean, I'm I'm not necessarily supposed to like a little sociopath kid, mm-hmm. but I mean, I kind of like the original OG kid, Michael. Yeah. It's just quiet. We see him for half a second, but I can see how that became big Michael. Yeah, you can. This one, I feel like, becomes a whiny adult. <laughs> yeah. And the thing is, they set up kid Michael for you to have some sympathy for him. Yeah. Because he has a shitty, shitty home life, but they just- don't- follow through well no it doesn't fall through well at all his transition from like sympathetic to completely deranged is just like is immediate it's just like a snap of the fingers just it happens for no reason it almost feels like they didn't have as much time as they needed for the beginning part Mm -hmm. because they had to include the entire back half the back half yeah but if they had just cut the back half. And just and done the whole movie as young Michael or something? Yeah, until his escape. Mm-hmm. Like, you could have Big Michael, just Big Michael escaping the asylum. Yeah. And then the movie could end. You could have a second one. Yeah. I think it'd be fine. It's just maybe too much in one film. Yeah, it's a lot to fit into one movie. My other thing is, the reason Michael is a sympathetic character is because he has a shitty home life. And in the beginning, he, he kills the people that wrong him. But afterwards, he just starts killing people for no reason. There, it feels like there's just a shift of, oh, I'm killing them because they suck, and I have a reason to, I'm just killing them because I can. Yeah. Which doesn't, makes me lose all sympathy pretty quickly. Like, yeah. as soon as he killed the dude that was banging his sister, I was like, well, you lose all my sympathy. He didn't do anything to you. He was literally just there. Well, that we see. I guess that's true. You're right, that we see. But I think you mean the people later on. Yeah, those people too. Like, after the 15-year skip, but at least that can be explained away as... I mean, he's been locked in a room, not He's talking. completely lost it. He's lost his mind, After 15 yeah. years. I don't know. I guess my thing is, I have just mixed thoughts about this movie. I have mixed thoughts too. It's not bad. It's not, it's not bad. amazing. No. It's different. It's different, and I think it's different enough to have deserved being made. To deserve being made, but I, I prefer the original one. I also prefer the original, but I think that was... I think everyone would do that about me. I think that was a fact that was, you know, not hidden before we watched it. Do you have anything you want to discuss with it? Um, Like, specifically? I mean, we kind of were a little bit all over the place, but I think we covered most of it. We covered most most of what I wanted to cover. Dialogue's not great. Dialogue's not great. You know what I think is actually really cool? You, You told me this at the beginning. He wanted to make a grittier version of Halloween. I think he achieved that greatly, especially the ending. I think the ending of this is might be the perfect way to end a grittier version of this film. Yeah. I like it a fuck ton, actually. Yeah. I don't prefer it over the original ending, of course. No. But I think it's just such a good way to do it. No, it's definitely grittier. And one of the things you'll see in this film is, like, 
Lori is beat up by the end. People get beat up, um, which is cool to see. Mm-hmm. With that being said, while this is like a grittier film, and they really go for like a heavier emphasis on the brutality mm-hmm. involved in like Michael and the way he kills people, in the way he interacts with the environment. Yet it lacked like gore in a weird way. Yeah, it's not as I kind of expected more like viscera. Like there's just it, a lot of blood, but one no of the actual... early kills. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> But no actual, like, gore. No. It's just blood. One of the other kills is Michael beats a guy, like, his skull in with a baseball yeah. bat. And you'd expect his head to be caved in, but it just looks like he has blood, like, dampening his All hair. All in his hair, yeah, because he had long hair. And it's, it's just like, not, like, the greatest. It's not brutal in the way you want it to be when you're looking at someone as hulking as Michael in this film. So it feels gritty, but it also feels like there's something missing. missing. Yeah. I can totally agree with that. I, d- I will say, I think the um, a lot of the deaths, they do a really good job at doing, like, what's the word? Like, fake deaths, essentially, like twitching and shit. I think that, all that's just really good. And I think it adds to the grit. I wouldn't it, say fake deaths. I'd say, like, death throws. Yeah, their death throws in this movie are really cool. I think they're good. And they, they add some weight to everything. It's a nice little addition. Like, spoiler, I guess. The scene where he kills Bob and pins him to the wall. That happens in this movie. Super cool. Yeah. In the original, Bob just goes limp. In this one, he fucking twitches and fights, and it's yeah. it's gnarly. That whole scene's done a lot more brutally. Yeah. Just like they, you can see the knife get shoved in and, like, forcing through the sternum mm-hmm. and, like, twitches. But, I mean, I think it's that fact that, again, besides the fact that this, this movie's more gritty and, like, brutal, it's the difference between the original films. Like, it sounds weird, but it's calm. It's ve- it's a serene movie. Silent. Mm-hmm. So the character doing stuff like that doesn't fit the tone. Mm-hmm. And so because this is such a different tone, you can explore stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have anything else? I really don't. Like, I really just have nothing to say about this film. Not because it's bad, but no. just because it's, I don't know, kind of meh. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Not meh bad, but just like, I don't have strong feelings one way or the other. Yeah. Besides some of the dialogue. I hate some dialogue. the biggest thing for atrocious, me. atrocious, dude. It's, it's so fucking bad. It, it's not even bad. It's just jarring. It's jarring because it doesn't, it doesn't fit. fit any of the characters that use it. And then some characters talk a little bit funky. Yeah. Like, Bob got really turned off by one of the characters calling another sexy. Because it was... Well, no. Well. That happens sometimes amongst friends, but... I... Look, it was weird. <laughs> it just weirded Bob out. Oh, I do have something we want to talk about. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. You know, Michael, in the original two films... Is a big guy. No, yeah, but he is huge in this. He's gargantuan in this, and you know what? I like Michael in this movie. I like the actor. I think he's cool. He did a good job. He did a a really good job at being a giant monster of a man, which is something I loved because one of my favorite parts of Halloween 2 is when Michael just starts saying, doors don't exist, fuck them. It just starts walking through doors like it's nothing. Does that multiple times in this movie. He does that to all kinds of stuff. Just walks right through it. Fuck it. It makes him... So fucking intimidating when he's just like, yeah, fuck this wall, just walks, power walks through it. It's awesome. Yeah. I mean, that's how he got his name. <laughs> Can we call the episode Michael has a middle name? Yeah, but what's his middle name, Bob? Fuck. I don't remember. <laughs> I was too busy laughing. You said it like multiple times too. I and know I, I did. Was it Michael fuck Doors Myers? No. What was it? I don't remember. I genuinely I'm don't. I'm going to make you scrub for it. I'm not going to scrub for it, I'm gonna bitch. make you scrub for it. Oh, my God. I'm to not going to. Make this show work. I'm not going to. All right. But what I, what I was getting to 
is Michael in this movie insanely strong too. And I think they play with that a lot better than in the original. Because in the original, he's strong. But in this one, he's like superhuman strong. Like, ripping handcuffs off of his wrists and shit. I just think... Not superhuman, I'd say strongman strong. Yeah, I guess. Like, most of the stuff he breaks through is like wood or rotten wood. Yeah. The, the most impressive thing he breaks are like, he's chained up in the asylum. Mm-hmm. And he's wearing like chains and stuff. And they go through like like rings that are connected. And he yeah. pops those off, which is super impressive, but is not, like, superhuman. Yeah. I guess more what I'm saying is, because of the tone of this film, and that we're going for a grittier version, the fact that they made him stronger and bigger is super cool. Because it, it adds weight behind the attacks he throws at people that make it feel rewarding whenever you see their face come up covered in blood. Because it's like, yeah, that fucking hurt. Yeah, I mean, they're just physically emphasizing the things that make... Michael the scariest mm-hmm. you know besides the teleportation <laughs> that's just funny because like in the first one they got an intimidating dude but not no one near the this most size, intimidating they possibly could like this guy's fucking huge like so, you yeah. see him standing next to people that you see is big and he's bigger that might also just be like camera angle stuff too I guess but I mean he was definitely like a solid foot and a half taller than that dude on the pooper yeah he's big <laughs> he was huge and that was a big guy I don't know. I just like that he's so big and like intimidating in this film because I think it fits the tone of the movie and what they're going for. Yeah. Do you have any post-movie talking points? I got the people who are coming as guests. Oh, we should talk about that. Nice. I, we almost forgot again. Here at Trashkins over here. You almost forgot again. I remember. Ooh. Sorry if we sound manic or ridiculous. It's way too late early in the morning. Yeah, we've been up. We're filming this after work. Mm-hmm. We work night shift, like third shift. So it is nine right now. It's, is it really 9 o'clock? Yeah. Fuck. You know when I woke up? What's up? 12. Like noon. I've been up since... Yesterday. 3 p.m. <laughs> We're doing great. Yep. Look, we got a lot of shit to record. We can't do it all the time. Yeah. We're both very busy with other bullshit this week, too, so that's don't why we're recording a weird day. Huh? Don't call it bullshit. It's not bullshit. I was going like, to say, they don't listen to this. Nah, well, <laughs> it's not bullshit. It's just shit. <laughs> like, I got stuff to do, you know? I'm busy. All right. The last thing. So people who are like in this film that are gonna be at the convention, mm-hmm. it's more for Bob than anyone else. I, look, I'm interested. Scout Taylor Compton. Your oh, okay. favorite version of Laurie Strode. That's not true. <laughs> Sorry to disappoint, but it's just not true. Clint Howard. <laughs> we saw okay. for like half a second. He yeah. has a cameo in this film. Uh, Bill Mosley, who also That'll has be, a cameo. That will in be this cool. Movie. And Danielle Harris, who the brunette friend. Oh. Annie. Okay. Okay. That'll be cool. I was kind of hoping Michael would be there because he's a big guy, but no. Anything else, Ben, before we move on? No. I mean, again, I I just feel like I have nothing for this movie. It, yeah, I don't want to... <sighs> I watched it, I finished, and I was like, okay. And that, that That's my thoughts on this film. That's the best summary I can give. Yeah. I mean, I think I've talked about everything I wanted to cover. Because we covered all the differences that I were apparent. Actually, there's one thing. I guess one more thing before we, before we move on. I like the... Emphasis on the mask in this, actually. It's kind of cool. Well, it depends on... It works for this film. That's what I was. That's what I mean. So what they do in this film is they establish, like, Michael has this thing with masks where they allow mm-hmm. him to be someone else. Yeah. To basically disassociate himself from him mm-hmm. and what he's done. It's like a barrier separation between and then, himself and the, the shape, I guess. Yeah. And then they, uh, they very specifically make... The Michael Myers mask, mm-hmm. like an important one, like 
His sister's boyfriend had it. He wore it during some of his early murders. Yeah. And then hid it in that in Myers the house. house. Yeah. So then, you know, 15 years later when he he's comes escaped, back for it. he gets the mask. Th- that and the knife. Which I think works well for this film because it's yeah. like all oh, the mask is important. Mm-hmm. It's all a part of this like greater backstory for the character. Yeah. It works in this film because in the original film, Michael is just like evil. And in yeah. this one, Michael is a dude. Who has problems. And so you can give him a backstory. Yeah. In the first one, though, the original Halloween, the idea is he's evil, and the mask is just something random he picked up at a Halloween store. Yep. Well, specifically, like... The hardware store. A hardware store. The local hardware store. And so the idea is, like, evil's everywhere, and anyone can be under a mask. Mm -hmm. It also leads to funny gags, like people dying because they're just wearing the same mask. Yeah. I mean, it's a good bit. Like, I love that. I... Yeah. I just... (sighs) <sighs> this movie was meh, which is you know is an improvement I guess. <laughs> We're looking up in terms of Halloween. Hopefully, Rob Zombie's Halloween Two will also look. I like Halloween Two more than Halloween. Yeah, but will you like Rob Zombie's Halloween Two? I don't know. Better Are we going to the hospital? Rob Zombie. Will Halloween. I get a cool hot tub death scene? That's the question. That That's is, one of my favorite kills in that whole movie. That is a question. Yes. All right, well, I guess you want to do recommendations? Sure. I think that's probably more interesting than our description of this movie. Yeah, well, I tried, man. There's not a lot to go no, on with this one. Like I said, I think my best description of this movie is like, I watched it, and now I'm done. Not because it's bad, but because it's... It's fine. It was just an experience. Like, there's not a lot to think about in this yeah, movie. Yeah, because it's, it's just... high-octane horror, so it's just Michael going ham. Yeah, there's not a lot of thinking. No, a lot of slashing. Just a lot of happening. A lot of slashing, a lot of smashing. And explaining why that happened, but like that's it gives it to you. It spoon feeds it. Yeah, it's not yeah. It's not high art. <laughs> it tries. I think. Recommendations? If you've seen the original and you want to watch a remake, it's okay. It's not horrible. Different take. It's a different enough take that I think you can enjoy it. As long as you just aren't going in expecting the same movie. And I, I have this perspective and Bob doesn't. But it's kind of refreshing if you've watched eight Halloween movies at this point. Fair enough. Um and you want something a little bit different this is a little bit different because especially the the michael background yeah because like most halloween movies except for season of the witch it's grown michael Mm -hmm. and so getting to see not grown michael do stuff is new and that's kind of nice yeah let's see if you're a fan of slashers i think this is a high octane slasher you can probably enjoy yourself i don't know if i have any recommendations honestly i guess you're a fan of rob zombie films this is a rob zombie film yeah, it's pretty uh it's pretty approachable compared to House of Thousand Corpses. Yeah. So if you want to get into Rob Zombie, I say start here. Definitely, cuz like if you like Halloween, mm-hmm. it's a good way to get into Rob Zombie. Yeah. But also because Rob Zombie's not doing like a style this time. He's yeah. just doing a adaptation of like a franchise. Yeah. My turn, I guess. Yeah. I don't have anything else. All right. Obviously, if you want like a different take on Halloween, check it out. Uh or if you just want to see a Rob Zombie movie, this is a pretty approachable one, like we said. Outside of that, I think my main recommendation would be maybe, like, an exploration of, like, I don't know, a psychotic kid character, and maybe how they develop into, like, a villainous adult. That's interesting. That sounds like an interesting premise. That's basically what this film is. Yeah. It's someone's, I don't want to say downward spiral, but, like, their spiral into Mm -hmm. something monstrous. Yeah. But, again, it's... This isn't like a thinking movie. This is just like a put on and watch movie. Yeah. So if you think too hard, you'll get mad. If you want that, it's it's a good watch. You know. Yeah. Not bad, but not bad at all. 
I think a lot of the changes that were made fit the tone. So I think it works out. Would you rewatch this though? Does it mm. have rewatch value? I don't think so. I don't think so either. I think watching it one time is good. It's fine. I will say, I mentioned this during the movie, and you said this is like an early 2000s style thing. I don't like a lot of the way the action in this movie shot. It's too frantic, and it's really hard for me to follow what the fuck is happening. They didn't want to show a lot of stuff. That might be because it's rated R. I think there's an uncut, like, Blu-ray version. Because if it was slowed down, I would have enjoyed this a lot more. So it might have just been editing to cut out some gore and stuff. On the other hand, though, that was just stylistically Mm -hmm. stuff at the mid-2000s. All right. (sighs) Hardest and easiest part of the night. Yeah. See, this one's actually kind of tough because it's It's a mixed bag. And I I like when we get mixed bag movies because, A, there's a lot more to talk about because there's stuff you like, stuff you don't like. But this was a mixed bag movie where I don't have anything to talk about. It's fair. Which is a weird experience for me. Mm -hmm. Well, it's hard to talk about movies like this because you just kind of got to watch it. Like, there's not... Yeah. It's not a lot. Not a thinking movie, I yeah. think, is the issue. Although, what do you what do you think, ratings? I'm actually really interested in yours. So. Because I know where mine is. I'm going to be honest. I've said it once on the show, on this episode at least. It's fine. It's fine. But I think some of the changes made, I don't want to say are an improvement on the original because I prefer the original to this one. But because I'm aware of what he was going for, I think the changes he made fit. So I'm And... I like Michael's actor in this and the way they portray him. And also, I like that they gave him more backstory and gave you an exploration of the character that I have not seen yet. Three and a half. Okay. Even though the dialogue's ass. <laughs> you got so mad. There's an outtake. You'll see that, that was, I'm, I'm including that one. <laughs> that was probably the, the most entertaining part for me is you getting mad at the dialogue. Because the rest of the movie, you just kind of gave reactions to kills. And then the yeah. dialogue, you're like, Ah! Terrible. Okay, I guess it's my turn. I'm just going to give it a three. That's fair. I almost gave it a three. I mean, I think... But I talked myself into a three and a half. I think Rob Zombie did what he set out to do. He made a remake of a very, very famous film that is a remake in the sense that it does what the first one did. Like, it has all the same kills. It has the basic setup of Laurie Strode. It pays homage to certain scenes almost exactly with, like, dialogue stuff. Yeah, it's really cool. And even acting. Like, they act it pretty similarly. And then he adds, like, his own take on it mm-hmm. and, like, this whole backstory stuff. But there was just nothing that made it stand out besides the basic structure of, like, a remake. And that's not a bad thing. Like, I, I rate remakes a lot more harshly than I do anything else. Well, yeah, because there's source material that can be disrespected when it's a good movie. Yeah. Which is a risk you take when you make a remake, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, I think the really the only thing that keeps me from giving it anything higher than a three is simply the fact that I think just there was too much going on. Like, it yeah. either needed to be a remake of the original Halloween, where he just went all in on the grittiness factor. That'd be real cool. Or a origin story movie for Michael. Mm-hmm. It tried to do both, but because it tried to do both, each version was, like, didn't have enough time to fully flesh itself out. Yeah, it was a little out. stilted. And I think that really kept it from being anything greater than what it set out to be. Yeah, I agree with you. I can I can totally cool. agree with that. I can't believe that this movie was better than I thought it was going to be. Wow, I'm so surprised. Mm-hmm. I'm glad I'm glad that I'm surprised, honestly, because I was really fucking worried. Yeah, I'm glad you aren't mad today. I'm not mad. I'm just well, like I meant compared to last time. Oh, I was yeah. pissed. I did not have a good time on that movie. All right. Well, I guess we're going to go to the outtakes. Yeah. But um, well, uh, before we do that, oh, real quick, 
What's we already kind of talked about Laurie Strode. We skipped one person we should talk about. Mm. Loomis. What do you think? You okay, like okay, okay, like okay, 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 okay. We did, we did skip over Loomis a little bit. Because I got my hot take here. I think he's fine. Mm-hmm. I, I kind of like... I don't want to say I like this Loomis more. I like the fact that this Loomis doesn't want to kill Michael. And you can tell. And in the original, Loomis is like, fuck that bitch. He's evil incarnate. Well, get him out of here. That's because Michael in that story and Michael in this one are different. That's fair. The way I'll describe this Loomis from the original, this Loomis is more of a person. Yeah. The Loomis in the original is more of a character. Mm, and that's it fair. depends on what you want. Mm-hmm. They're both just very different. Yeah. That's fair. I, I could totally see that. But in this film, fine. He's fine. Yeah, he does He does everything he needs just to do. a different version. Mm-hmm. All right, I just want to say that before we did the outtakes. But Okay, yeah, that was important because we needed to include that because it's very... Yeah. Look, Loomis is ingrained in, in my soul now. So. All right, well, uh, outtakes, and then we'll be right back for our wrap-up. Yeah, we'll see you guys in a minute. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the outtake section for this episode of Beware the Board. I hope you're enjoying our review of Rob Zombie's Halloween so far. I liked it a lot more than I expected. I was pleasantly surprised. But if you do not want spoilers for this movie, skip to an hour, 15 minutes, and 18 seconds immediately. This first clip is Ben and I's reaction to Judith Myers' boyfriend wanting to have sex with the Michael Myers mask on. What a way to ruin the sex mood. Close your eyes. What is he... What is happening? Oh, no. It's a great surprise. Oh, Lord. Isn't that what you want to see when you open your eyes? No. (laughs) Nice. You want to do with the mask on? That's weird. It's weird that he wants to wear it. This next clip is Ben and I including another It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia joke on this podcast. Oh man, Michael's upgraded. He got his tools. You know, weird fetish shit. (laughs) It's two episodes in a row I think we've done that bit. I mean, did we put the last one in the episode? I did. Oh, well, it's going in this one too. As long as we don't lose the Oh, no, it's not two in a row. It's not two in a row. I lie. We did it in Terrifier. It happens. Terrifier 2. Yeah, I mean, it's a running gag at this point. This next clip is Ben and I's reaction to Michael killing his stepfather. Huh. One time we, uh, you know how you can buy those really tall things of saran wrap? Yeah. One time we ha- we tied our, wrapped our friend Jared in it. I guess my point is you can wiggle more yeah. than you think out of duct tape. Um, Jared was definitely pretty stuck in there. Yeah, I'm sure saran tape It took works. us a pocket knife to get him out. I'm sure if you used enough duct tape, it'd be hard to get out of. I mean, that's quite a bit of duct tape. But, like, with that amount, I don't Ooh, know. What is he going to do to him? We'll probably kill him, right? Well, yeah, he's going to kill him, but how, Ben? That's the that's the question, the how. With the knife, Bob. Oh. Yeah, with the knife. Oh, he just slit his throat. With the knife. Mm. He can't scream because of the tape. No. He did it specifically so he could look in his eyes while he did it. Yeah. Oh, he took the mask off. This next clip is Ben and I reacting to Michael killing his sister's boyfriend. It's just, this is a normal thing for this guy? Well, I'm sure... uh, He goes, he bangs Michael's sister and then comes downstairs and makes a sandwich? I'm sure the sister was just like, yeah, you can go make a sandwich. 
Or maybe go make me a sandwich. Oh, he's about to get beamed. Yeah. Pop. Ah, uh, this guy doesn't deserve it, but that's fine. Mm. He was there. He, his hand. he was there. He that's stole my sandwiches. Oh. Oh my god. I like the little twitch. Yeah, the the seizing is pretty fucking scary. Oh, he's braining his ass. Nah, I would like to see, like, the head. No, I don't want to. Please and thank you, please don't. They'd probably get us to an NC-17. There it is. Oh! Okay. It's not that great. Not great. The hair's a bit much. But, but it, it looks... It's accurate. Accurate, except I would like to see it more caved in. Mm-hmm. With that many slams? Yeah. That's a good blood pool, though. This next clip is me figuring out something in a movie before it actually happens, for once. Oops. Oh, no! Oh, no! No, Ben, dude, I'm not, no. L come on, Michael, you gotta leave the baby alone. I, uh, no. I don't know, it was our favorite part of Halloween 3. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> but I'm just, like, I, I'm, I'm, okay. Oh, wait. No, well, hold on. I see where this is going. That's funny. Bob, can I can I blow your mind? Yeah. What was uh, Laurie Strode? No, I, I've already put that together. Yeah, yeah, okay. You finally yeah. got there? No, I got there when I said, oh, I got it. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Thank God. Oh, that's a shitty thing to come home to. That's a really fucked up thing to come home to. But the question is, does he kill his mom? This next clip is Ben and I's reaction to one of Michael's violent outbursts in the asylum. Oh, I'd... this lady's dead. All right, we're going to learn a lesson here, right? Oh, don't, no. Don't give people metal. Oh, God. Metal silverware. Oh, God. Is he going to use a fork? Oh, my God. That's fucking brutal. A fork in the neck? That's insane. This next clip is Ben and I's reaction to Michael breaking out of the asylum. I'm really curious how he's going to get out of the situation. They all have guns. And assumedly, this man is just a normal man. He's a big man. He is big. I'll give him that. Oh. My. God. Okay, well, I guess that fucking works. Oh, he has to be so fucking strong yeah, no, to do that. He's pure muscle. That was cool. Oh, just straight up ripped her throat out with his fucking hands. Holy fuck. This next clip is Ben and I's reaction to Michael killing someone on the pooper. No one cares, Joe. But he's Joe Grizzly, bitch. Yeah, there it is. Michael's like, that's not a knife. <laughs> this, this is, is a, a knife. knife. Oh, my. That stall wall is getting fucking slammed. Yeah, he's fucking dented. His hand's so broken. Oh, absolute. Oh. Yeah, Joe Grizzly, bitch. You're fucking stupid. Sorry, Joe Grizzly, you bitch. 
You're I don't know. Stupid. Michael's like super strength. So Joe Grizzly was actually pretty legit that he could last that long. That's fair. Did he steal Joe Grizzly's? Yeah. Cups? The 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 joke is he, this is how Michael gets his his jumpsuit. That was the whole point of that. This is my reaction to meeting Laurie Strode in this film for the very first time. That's that's our Laurie Strode, Bob. What are your thoughts? Put a shotgun in my mouth. (laughs) (laughs) This next clip is my reaction to watching Bob get pinned to the wall again. (laughs) Oh my god, they're doing it again. See, this is cool. Oh. Okay. That was genuinely cool. You gonna pin him? He's gonna do the thing. Oh, so much more brutal than the original. Still cool. This is what I want from a movie like this. Because, like, look, the original is good, and I like it a lot. This is feels. Like a much grittier version of that. I'm okay with that. I just wish the dialogue wasn't so ass. This next clip is Ben and I reacting to Michael killing Lori's parents. Kind of interesting that we get to see more of... Oh. My lord. Michael came out of nowhere. Annihilated her dad. Yeah. Holy fuck. What's he going to do to her mom? We don't know. Well, probably kill her, Bob. Fucking Michael Myers. I guess, yeah. Turn your phone off. Oh, she went for the phone, but she's about to get the knife. Is that a book? No, it's a picture of Lori. She's about to get the book. Do the coffee table. Holy fuck. It's not a coffee table anymore. Uh, now it's a... Now it's just... Oh, her face is full of glass. That's fucked. There it is. That's brutal! He just, like, pulled her head back and snapped her neck. This next clip is me learning one of the boundaries of Ben and I's friendship. Oh no, Paul. See, is this car uh, sexy? Yeah. What the fuck? That's that's what friends do, right? That's how No, I've talk. never once called you that. Well yeah, that'd be weird, Bob. What and it's weird that they did it? Or not weird that you know what I mean. Sexy. See, that's weird. I don't like that. Hi everybody, welcome back. I hope you enjoyed the outtakes. I know there were quite a few. There was definitely one where I said I would put a shotgun in my mouth rather than listen to Rob Zombie's dialogue anymore. Yeah, there's definitely more outtakes in the moment. Uh, like we had more to say about this film than I think we did afterwards. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's fair. I didn't even on God. I we just so you know. I just went over there and saved the file from the pre movie because we record the or the post movie because we record these right to each other. I have no idea how long that was. I should have looked. <laughs> I, I don't even know what we talked. Bob about. doesn't care. I don't care. No, I mean, just, I care. I just forgot to look. I usually just do. Go to sleep. I'm really freaking tired, dude. So I'll ask you this, Benjamin. Do we have any announcements? No. I think the only thing I can say is we're doing another one of these releasing on Monday. That's mm-hmm. uh, Rob Zombie's Halloween Two. Yes. So I'm actually excited to watch it. Or maybe Bob will be very angry on that one. Ooh, we'll maybe. find out. I do prefer that film because so. if he starts comparing it to Halloween Two, which is his favorite Halloween film ever, I'm gonna lose my mind. And it's not comparable. He might get real mad. I, look, I contained myself on this one mostly. There are some moments, but you know, fine. I guess. Well, uh, <laughs> on that note, you know, check us out wherever you get your podcasts on uh, Apple. Podcast, Spotify, oh, right? A couple other places. Yeah, uh, we normally release an episode every Friday. That's our normal show, but we're starting to do these on Saturday until the convention. Yeah, and which ugh. is sometime in October. I don't no, know. How. Neither of us know the date. I genuinely don't remember. We looked it up yesterday. Uh, we're also on YouTube. If you want to watch us there for some reason, don't know why, but it's a great place to support us. You know, you can like, comment, subscribe. Um, you can also like communicate with us there or on Twitter, but you know, like comment sessions and stuff like that. Uh, if you're going to communicate with us, don't be a cyber bully or Bob will beat you with a, we're going to call it a stick, but it's more like a log. Very big stick. God, why, why do I got to beat him? Why's that going to be my job? No mm, response. Kind of got the hair of young Michael Myers. My hair's not that long, man. It used to be though. It was really long a long time ago. Not a long time ago. It was really long for a while. Yeah. Um. So speaking of Twitter, follow us on Twitter, <laughs> at Beware the Board. It's where I post updates about the show. Mondays, I post a spoiler post for that week's worth of episodes, which is basically a tweet with the movie cover hidden, and you can reveal it to reveal the picture and see what the movie is. So you can watch it before we do, so you don't get any spoilers during the episode. I swear it's not Bob posting naughty content. I swear. I'm not Darcy. Which she doesn't even fucking hide it. She just posts it. Awful. Terrible. I know what I signed up for, but Jesus Christ. Anyway. Except you didn't know what you signed up for the first time. That's fair. Uh, on <laughs> Fridays, I post a link to that week's episode. Anytime an episode goes live, I post a link on our Twitter. So if you ever miss an upload or wondering when something came out, check out our Twitter. It's where I post all of the updates about the show. Also, check us out on TikTok. I've been posting TikToks lately. I haven't posted one in a minute. But if you like TikTok, TikTok's your thing. I post clips from the show on there. So check us out there if you want to. But not at YouTube Shorts. Because the fucking tick... Listen here. I I don't want to argue with you on the <laughs> podcast right now. You just pissed me off. <sighs> the TikToks are too long. And I've tried cutting them down. Yeah. And the ones that can be cut down are put on there. But the ones that I can't cut down, I just can't. Sorry. You can give me the silent treatment now. So just no YouTube Shorts. <laughs> I'm trying. I know. Ben, look. At the rate at which we have to get these done... That's the least of my concerns. I know. That's why it's funny. <laughs> like, I have so much other shit going on. <sighs> Do we have anything else we need to talk about in the outro, Ben? Or are we good? Nah. Can I go to bed now? That's, that's about it. Okay. I guess we'll see you all next time. <laughs>